Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, good to be back. We're back live. I I guess if I say that, we can't use this for a rerun in the future, but uh, the recording you just heard, of course, was a recording of my voice, and now I'm live in the studio uh, with the team, the regular team that uh, a lot of you have been listening to for years, uh, almost 17, maybe over 17. I lose track of the years. We've got Nancy Stewart, my co-host, also my wife, got Stu Stewart, my son, and he's also our, as I said earlier on the recording, he's our uh, cyber master. He's our mystery shopping expert. Got Rick Kearney uh, sitting to my right here. Rick's, uh, uh, Rick's worked for me for over a quarter century. Makes, you, makes me feel old when I say that. Makes you feel makes old. Makes me feel old. <laughs> so Rick is the world's, I won't say the world's foremost authority, but the most authoritative person I know on the mechanics and electronics and the computerization of automobiles. Anyway, we're back live. We took a couple weeks off. Uh, you may have heard about the uh, pandemic. <laughs> I mean, uh, you got to laugh at it, folks, right? The biggest crisis, really, in human history. Uh, some people argue that 1918, the Spanish flu, was pretty bad. My father lived through that. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, I was born in 1940. I've seen nothing like this. So thank you folks out there on uh, radio, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, wherever you're uh, following this. Thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, we, we consider you the, the essence, the uh, most important part of the show. Your questions and calls, uh, your text, uh, your YouTube post, your Facebook post. Uh, this is uh, the fodder for the show that we need to answer questions and uh, listen to you uh, with what you have to say special time during this corona crisis uh, uh, the show will continue talking about automotive because that's what we do uh, we're not going to hear stories about uh, the corona crisis we hear too much of that already on the news and everywhere you turn but uh, we're going to be talking about how to buy or lease or um, uh, maintain or repair your car without being taken advantage of. We talk about that all the time, but during this, uh, during this uh, very unique crisis that we're in, uh, we find ourselves in an interesting uh, dichotomy. It's very scary to buy anything, uh, very scary to go outside the house. Uh, but there are some great bargains out there in retail, and, and particularly in automobile buying and leasing, uh, even repairing and maintaining. But you have to be very careful. We're going to be talking about that largely. Uh, there's a, there were some uh, blogs that I did recently from Earl on Cars. And by the way, anything that I say, uh, you can usually find it on our blog. One of the most recent blogs is uh, called Buying a Car During a Pandemic 
best of times and worst of times. And I say you go to RollingCars.com and you can read all these blogs. We'll talk about them a little bit on today's show. And here's another one I did earlier, Compassion, Car Payments, and the Coronavirus. That's an interesting uh, uh, look at how you can get relief from uh, lease payments, buying uh, your installment credit payments. Uh, we're seeing a lot of this, forgiving of debt uh, and helping the people. Uh, we give you some guidance now if you're having a hard time with your lease payments or your car payments. And then we'll also be talking about, and this is another blog, Coronavirus, Car Dealers and Consumers Online Shopping. We've always advocated online shopping. Now online shopping is becoming uh, the standard. And when this is all over, in a month or two or three or whatever, you're going to find you'll be buying a whole lot more of everything online. It's the safest way, if you do it right, to buy a car. And we'll talk about that today. If you have any questions, as I said earlier, you are the most important part of the show. And our call-in number is 877-960-9960. I'd like you to write that number down, please, uh, if you've got a pencil handy. 877-960-9960. We'll prioritize the phone calls because that's more personal. We'd like to hear your voice. And uh, Nancy Stewart, my co-host, in just a minute, is going to tell you about a slam-bang doozy of an offer for first-time female callers, the first two female callers. I'm going to let her tell you what it is, but if you're a regular listener, you know what it is. But if you don't, you're not going to believe this offer for the first two female callers to 877-960-9960. And you can text us. You can text us at area code 772-497-6530. Again, that's 772 772- Four nine seven six five three zero. If you haven't listened to the show, please write the number down. The texts are kind of cool because we uh, accumulate a backlog as we go through the show. We're on the air from eight o'clock this morning until ten o'clock, eight to ten. And if we get a, if we get into a subject and we don't get to the phone calls or, or the text, we usually catch up toward the end of the show. So that text number is seven seven two four nine seven. 6530. That's 772-497-6530. And as I said, please write the number down uh, if you don't, if you haven't already done that. And uh, we will prioritize, as I said earlier, phone calls. So let's move over. And I want to uh, welcome Nancy Stewart back. By the way, in full transparency, one of the reasons that we missed a couple of shows is Nancy had had some symptoms, and she was tested, and she came through clean. She's healthy and happy. And before that, uh, Emily Stewart, Nancy, or Stu's wife, mm-hmm. uh, my, you know, my daughter-in-law, uh, also had symptoms, and Stu had to quarantine himself at the home. Uh, and so there was another reason. So it wasn't just we decided we didn't want to do the show. We had some pretty valid reasons. And uh, we have doctor's approval now. And Nancy got her doctor's approval uh, yesterday. Yep. And so we're all approved to be here. And we're being very safe. I have my little mask here. And uh, I have my little gloves. I've got my Purell. You look a little bit like a cereal. Yeah, yeah. I got my <laughs> Lysol. And we're all here to be very careful. And so with that said, Nancy Stewart, the love of my life, my co-host, and my wife, 
Uh, tell us about that fantastic offer we got for the ladies out there. Oh, shucks. I'm speechless. What an introduction. Hi, folks. So glad to be back with all of you right here in the studio, including Jonathan, who keeps us, you know, on the uh, straight and narrow uh, with all of his technology that uh, he blesses us with. And uh, the show goes pretty successfully. Uh, you know, there's so much negative media focus out there and we're going to focus on a whole lot of positive because there is a lot of positive um, in the auto industry especially for you know uh, auto insurance uh, online shopping the best time to purchase a vehicle if you're careful and uh, also on a positive note the ladies yes the ladies if you give us a call this morning you can win yourself $50, and uh, the first two new lady callers, 50 bucks. So get on the phone, give us a call, 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget to go to Earl on Cars where you can read all of the latest and greatest information on the coronavirus car dealers and consumers online shopping buying things on the internet <laughs> hasn't that skyrocketed welcome to the 21st century who would have thought it would have cost more for water than oil who would have thought that there would be 13 states out there 13 where you can purchase gas for a dollar and under it's crazy times, and we got one crazy show for you, including the Mystery Shopping Report. I hope everyone understood what I said. I've got a deluxe mask on. <laughs> so back to the recovering car dealer. Okay, well, let's uh, talk to uh, Stu Stewart. Uh, he's our uh, spy master in charge of Mystery Shopping and uh, general manager of the dealership that we own. And uh, we would like to... Uh, have his uh, view on things and uh, mystery shopping report. Well, it was kind of nice having a, a break for two weeks. Uh, the mystery shopping report that we have today is actually from two weeks ago. It was went out on um, April 9th, I think. He went out in the field, Agent Thunder did. And uh, so that's been in the can waiting for us to go, waiting for Nancy to get cleared for the show. Um, but, you know, it's been an uh, interesting time. You know, we talk about the, uh, the change to the car business and the age of coronavirus and um, we're, we're living it. So we're watching um, like almost a study in human psychology, watching the customers. Uh, um, we're obviously at the dealership. Um, all the car dealerships in Florida are considered essential uh, businesses, primarily for the, for the repair uh, portion of it, but also for uh, providing uh, vehicles for people to drive. So that puts us in a um, kind of in a tough situation. You know, we uh, we want to make sure that we're doing um, all the proper safety precautions for our customers and for our employees, and, and we're accomplishing that. But it's a challenge because there's a lot of fear and uncertainty. And uh, but we're, we're we're making our way through it. It's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, living in historic times. You know, it's, there's uh, there's no real precedent um, in our lifetimes for it. So we're just kind of uh, adapting. One of the the phrases we're using a lot um, um, at the dealership is, uh, you know, there's not a there's not an owner's manual for this. There's no set of instructions telling no. us how to get through it, and we're kind of just doing using our best judgment, and hopefully we're doing the, the, the smart things. And uh, 
the radio show is a great outlet uh, because we're hearing not just from the people that come to speak to us at the dealership and our friends and family on uh, Zoom and Skype and FaceTime. Uh, we're hearing from a whole a whole wide swath of the community and their concerns. And so I, I feel really good about being part of a um, reliable information source um, to help people get through this. Yeah. Uh, Rick, as uh, I told you, is I've been in the business for over half a century, over 50 years, and I've had a lot of technicians, and he's about the best. Uh, certainly in modern times, uh, uh, he there's nothing about a car, whether it's a Honda or a Chevrolet or a Toyota, uh, he knows how to fix them. He knows how to diagnose problems. Uh, he can steer you in the right direction. Uh, we're, uh, we're just talking before the show, and uh, I was talking to Rick about how business was. You know, when the, this thing first hit, the business almost stopped. And now it's starting to pick back up again to give you a little pulse of the way things are going locally in Palm Beach County. But uh, uh, Rick was, uh, uh, all the dealers now are doing uh, pickup and delivery. Uh, and that's an interesting change in the way business is being done, both in buying, retailing, and servicing. So, uh, Rick, uh, give us a little brief idea of uh, what's going on in your world. You always say, welcome to my world, <laughs> when you do a uh, speaking engagement. Well, it, it just seems like I, I spend more time at work than I do in my living room. But it's because I, I do enjoy my job. I, I have a lot of fun with it. And I'm, I'm one of those that... Uh, when I get a problem child car that it seems like nobody else can figure it out and they pass it along to me, I, I just turn into a bulldog and dig right in. I love figuring those out. But uh, with this new situation, the new world here, the way things are going, things are changing a lot at our dealership. Um, we're seeing customers that aren't sure what maintenance needs their car might need. Uh, aren't sure what repairs they want to do. They're not driving as much. A lot of people simply aren't driving at all anymore. Yeah, right. A quick hop to the grocery store once every couple of days. And because of this situation, they're all staying home. As a matter of fact, Mark Ryan is one of our YouTubers here from North. Uh, let's see, let me make sure I get this right now because we have two Marks in Iowa and Mark Ryan is the, uh, let's see, Northeast Iowa and we have Mark Smith down in Southeast Iowa. Oh. But Mark Ryan's asking, he says, are there any special maintenance suggestions for cars not being driven as much? And my best advice there is stick with what the factory recommends. Yes. Don't deviate. Don't You don't need to change anything. Just stay with that. Like with the average Toyota, mm -hmm. it's every six months or every 5,000 miles is what the factory recommends. Stick with that with your cars. However, for your home maintenance, I would recommend go out and start the engine up and just maybe even drive around the block a few times. Sure. But let the engine run at least once a week for about half an hour to 45 minutes mm -hmm. just to kind of charge the battery up, exercise the engine, get that oil flowing through it, get its heart pumping a bit. Yeah. And just even just a little short drive just to make sure everything's loosened up Make sure your tires don't get a flat spot yeah. on them. I would add uh, something also for the fact that these cars are sitting and a lot of people are self-quarantined. And as, uh, uh, as Rick says repeatedly, 
you have to service your car based on the owner's manual recommendation, and the owner's manual uh, looks at time and mileage about equally. And uh, if, if you don't drive your car, you still need to bring it in for your routine maintenance on a time basis. For example, if it's six months or 5,000 miles, you don't put any miles on the car, you still need to take check the car out in six months. Now, with that said, because of the special situation here, uh, manufacturers, I'm believing, I know Toyota is doing this, and I believe most manufacturers are sh showing some leniency when it comes to service and repair. And yeah. I would do this, I would check with my car dealer and I would say to him, I feel uncomfortable about uh, bringing my car in. Now, your dealer may offer free pickup and delivery. If he does, that's wonderful, because then you can have your car serviced, and you don't have to pay extra for the pickup and delivery. If that's not the case, and they don't do the pickup and delivery, or they want to charge a lot for pickup and delivery, I would go on record, probably with an email or a text, and a phone call also, but have it in writing and text and email. Say, I know I'm due for my six-month inspection. I feel uncomfortable about bringing it in. Uh, will you waive that for me in terms of my warranty or any other requirements that you may have for me bringing my car in? I'm seeing a lot of this with this unprecedented pandemic. We're seeing forgiveness of mortgages. We're seeing extensions of monthly car payments and lease payments. Uh, there's a lot of uh, understanding and empathy and kindness going on in the world. But sometimes you have to ask for it. And I wrote mm -hmm. a blog on that, by the way, about car payments. If you have a car and you're making monthly payments and you were laid off, you don't have a job, and you're finding it difficult to make the payments, call the lender before the lender calls you. And the same thing with anybody that you owe money to. You'd be surprised what uh, the amount of forgiveness you can get. And if you don't want to come in, and I can see that, uh, to a place of retail installment, it might even be against your doctor's orders, particularly if you're elderly. Just go on record of saying you're not going to do it, and 99% chance it will be forgiven. And one other suggestion, folks, maybe take a little bit of this time that you're stuck at home and bored. Consider cleaning your car out a little bit. Look for all those old napkins and tissues that might have gone underneath the sink, underneath the seats, uh, the center consoles, spots where soda and coffee may have spilled. A little bit of those Clorox wipes worked into there. Mm -hmm. Those places are breeding grounds for bacteria and other issues. Mm -hmm. It might be worth an idea of uh, do a little, spend a little time scrubbing that car out as well as cleaning the house and keeping your hands washed very, very often. Okay, yes, how are we doing very, on phone calls? Very, very often. We haven't received any yet, but that's great information, uh, Rick, and don't forget that trunk. We sometimes drive around with uh, everything but the kitchen sink Some in junk. our trunk. So, <laughs> well, so <laughs> give us give a that, call toll-free. Let's toll give that free phone number out again a few seven, times. Uh, we're, we're, Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. So you encourage someone to call just now. We're going to go to Craig, who is uh, calling us from Pensacola. Good morning, Craig. Morning, Craig. How you doing? Hi, good morning. Dr. Yeah, Pembroke Pines. How you doing? Very good. How are you? Um, 
I'm actually in the market for a, a Chevy truck, and I looked at, I don't know if I can say the dealership name down here, um, but they are exorbitant with their fees. And when I told them um, I wanted to get my own financing, they said I could do that and get all the rebates, but I have to pay an accessory fee on top of the dealer fee, on top of the electronic filing fee. <laughs> and I said 2500 in fees is absolutely ridiculous. I know I saw your other videos about fees, but that is, like, ludicrous. Yeah. Well, Craig, uh, I really think that you have a um, a good chance now to get the best deal on a car you ever did. And uh, if you're buying a Chevrolet in the Pensacola area, just remember there's thousands of Chevrolet dealers. And you might not be able to drive to all of them, but you can go online. And I would just uh, get out my map, and I would uh, draw a little circle, and I'd be looking for Chevrolet dealers within a radius of my home and go to three or four or five or six Chevrolet dealers and do it all online. Explain that you want an out-the-door bottom-line price. And if they give you one, they'll be in the running. They will have a chance at your business. If they refuse to give you an out-the-door price, then uh, they're out of the running and you will buy from those dealers that will give you that. If they want to charge you fees, that's okay. Let them include it in the out-the-door price because competition is your friend. If they know that you're going to two, three, four, or five other Chevrolet dealers and they have a higher out-the-door price, you're not going to buy from them. So some sale at some profit is better than no sale at no profit. I think you'll be very surprised at the price you get. But don't play their game and don't try to negotiate on their fees. Just say... Charge me all the fees you want to, but I want to know the price that I can write a check out for, hand you that check, and get in that car and that Chevrolet and take it home. That's the definition of an out-the-door price. Give that a try. I think right. the, the dealers are desperate, Craig. The manufacturers are desperate. Business, Our, our dealership business is off over 50%. Over 50%. I mean... We're losing money, I'll be honest with you. April, we will lose money in our car dealership. And customers are especially important to us today. And we will do virtually anything legal <laughs> to, to sell a car. <laughs> Use that to your advantage, and you will find yeah, you I've can get it. Yeah, I've been trying. I've checked. I'm, I'm in South Florida. I'm in, in Pembroke Pines. Oh, I've Pembroke Pines. Okay. Yeah. I've checked the dealerships around here, and in my opinion, I think that they're not willing to make good deals yet because of these cars they have in stock were were um, around before the pandemic started and then uh -huh. the, the dealer the factories have all shut down and once they start building again then they're going to need to move those off the lot to make way for the new one mm -hmm. yeah that's that's possible it's going to get better before it gets you're going to you're going to see particularly this is uh, april uh, uh, we're, all, we're we're getting toward the end of the month. Uh, I always advise, even before the pandemic, uh, one of the best times to buy a vehicle is toward the end of the month or at the end of the month. Uh, take your time. Time's on your side. If you don't need the, the the new Chevrolet today, every day you wait, the deals will get better, especially okay. as we get to April 30th. And keep on trying. But remember, if nothing else the out-the-door price, and that has to be defined because if you don't define it, they'll start sneaking these fees in, the dealer-installed accessories, and you can say, I want you to understand that I'm going to come in with a check in my hand. That check's going to have the amount of the price you give me, 
And if it's one penny over that price, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go to your competitor and buy the truck from him or the car from him. Okay. I appreciate it. Love your show. Thank Have a good you, day. Craig. Be safe. You Thank too. you, Craig. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Give us a call again. Uh, you know, you mentioned the word desperation, and, uh, you know, that can that can lead you to, you know, a lot of trouble as far as purchasing a car right now. Uh, and, and keep in mind that uh, these lenders are, they're really willing to reduce uh, or, or relax monthly payments right now. And uh, if you make a special effort to make a phone call and get really involved in, you know, your your uh, car that you own right now and you can't make the payment or the car you're going to purchase you know that's really in good faith to make a phone call and I just love speaking to someone and finding out how they can find out how dedicated I am to paying off a loan because when you don't get in touch there's more likely you know to have trouble come out of that uh, so uh, moving along here if you didn't hear me earlier ladies um, $50 for the first two new lady callers so give us a call we have a mystery shopping report coming up and that mystery shopping report is of course um, unfortunately another doozy and it's from Bremen 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 I hope you're taking advantage of www.youranonymousfeedback.com now back to the recovering car dealer and remember everybody we are live and i know we missed two shows and some of you may think i can't call you can call you can call you can text you can youtube you can facebook and uh you can also do youranonymousfeedback.com if you'd like to say something in confidence we can Never know the source of the question, the comment is for that purpose, that people will be candid and honest, or whatever else you want to call it, but www.youranonymousfeedback.com. How are we doing on text, though? We got them coming in, but I had a thought on just the on the timing of the best deals. Uh, yeah. Be careful. Right now, just um, a little insider information, Toyota is beating their estimates um, for the, this forecast, and there's a feeling... And South Florida, and I, I'm only speaking for the Toyota dealers that, that, not that business has come back, we're far away away from that, but business has picked up, and um, I think that's probably the result of a lot of smart consumers who reckon who recognize that there could be some desperation, um, some need on the part of the dealers to, to give good deals. So um, we're seeing that right now. So if just a word of caution, as the dealers start to feel better and a, a little bit less de- desperate. Um, you might start to see some of those, you know, those great deals become just good. So just, you know, pay attention to the media, see what the car business is doing, listen to us, because there has been um, a little bit of an uptick in the last couple of weeks. On that note, on that note of caution, a lot of the manufacturers are coming out with special offers. And uh, you have to be careful to differentiate between the manufacturer's offer and the dealer's offer. And the dealers will deliberately confuse the offers because they'll use something like extended payments and 0%, uh, no payments for 60 days, 90 days. uh, Deferment. uh, Deferment, deferred payments. Uh, So some of the offers uh, from the manufacturers are quite attractive, but you have to go and separate the dealer's discount. You should buy the car based on the dealer's discount 
competitively speaking with his competition. Exact same car with other dealers. That gives you the best price. Then the conditions like deferred payments and low interest rates or rebates and incentives, that's to sweeten the pot yeah. after you've already gotten the best price from the dealer. Yeah, and be careful even with the manufacturer's offer because some of that is a, it's legit, but it might be a little confusing. We looked yeah. at the Ford offer and they had six months no payments. Now, three of those were deferred um, payments uh, that you paid interest on um, during that time, so you don't get away from that. And the other, Ford paid for the other three payments, but the rebate that was available was less. So you actually end up paying more for the car. Yeah. That was a real eye-opener, yeah. Stu. And um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, here we are, knowledge is power. More so today than ever before. Separate fact from fiction. And uh, some of it is a whole lot of gibberish. So with that said, 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go to Tequesta, where Anne-Marie has been holding. Welcome to the show, Anne-Marie. Hi, thank you. How hey, are you? I'm well, thank you. Are you a first-time caller? I am. I've oh. been listening to your show. Thank you. Congratulations. You just won yourself $50. Oh, great. Thank you. You're quite welcome. What can we do for you? Well, I just wanted you to know that um, I use your service department, and Randy is my service rep, and he has been awesome. He has been um, taking care of my car for three years, and um, I have a um, 2008 Lexus. Um, it has over 100,000 miles on it, and it's running perfectly fine, and if I have a problem or anything, I call him, and he just does an awesome job. Well, thank you very much. I'll pass that word along to Randy. It'll make him very happy. Thank you. Oh, great. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you for the call very much, Anne-Marie. And you'll give your contact information to the uh, person in the control room, and uh, we will get that check for $50 right out to you. Right, Nancy? Yes, absolutely, Anne-Marie. And uh, thank you for helping me build a platform here at Earl Stewart on Cars. Uh, we certainly have more lady callers at this point than we have had in the past. And uh, you are definitely part of all of it. So I ask you to spread the word and let the ladies know that they can, well, I think that uh, you can use $50, right? Yep. And, yep, uh, Spread Thank the you. word with your friends, and I look forward to hearing from you again. And as Earl said, stay on the line. Make sure that you give Mike in our control room your contact information so I can get that check out. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. You know, Anne-Marie uh, said something that uh, uh, reminded me to remind you. If you have a luxury car, uh, she's uh, she has a Lexus, but she has it serviced at a Toyota dealership. Uh, if you have a luxury car like a, an Infiniti, don't take it to the Infiniti dealer. Take it to the Nissan dealer. Uh, if you have an Acura, uh, take it to uh, the Honda dealer. If you have a Cadillac, take it to the Chevrolet dealer. Uh, the prices at the luxury car franchises are much higher for common things like tire rotations, uh, wheel balance, uh, oil changes, uh, r repairs, anything that you spend in the service department. The 
the lower price brand will give you a much better price. You can call up and check, but you're 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 spending more money you don't have to if you bring your Infinity into a yeah. Infinity. They dealer. kill you on those big service intervals, like the thirty thousand and the sixty thousand. I mean, you can see a six hundred dollar, exactly. eight hundred dollar maintenance visit. And the vehicles, uh, you know, a Lexus is a Toyota with uh, a lot of extra accessories. I'm exaggerating slightly, but the Infinity is a Nissan. Uh, the Acura is a Honda, but they sell for a lot more money. They doll them up. They put a lot of more bells and whistles on them. And uh, people like the prestige of having the luxury car nameplate. But you can get them repaired and maintained a lot cheaper at the Chevrolet or the Ford or the whatever. Lincoln, you go to the Ford dealer. Um, how are we doing on text, Stu? They're piling in. Let's, let's hear one. Okay, I'll start with anonymous feedback here. And this looks like it's from a concerned listener who's worried about us. Uh, why are you in the studio today? You took two weeks off. That made sense. Now there's 2,500 coronavirus cases in Palm Beach County. How is this safer? And how does this make sense? Not setting a good example. Well, I, that's a good question. And uh, believe me, we wrestled with this. I mentioned we missed the two weeks because... Uh, we both had issues with a possible infection, and we elected not to come in. Uh, the radio station is extremely good. Uh, the studio is cleaned every single day, uh, top to bottom, disinfected uh, totally, uh, all the equipment and everything. Um, we all are healthy in the studio, and we're careful to be sure of that. Uh, we uh, maintain the, the mask and the gloves, uh, when we come into the studio, uh, when we leave the studio, uh, we just exercise a lot of care. And I think I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you missed it, uh, Nancy checked with her doctor. We've all checked with our doctors to see if if we were doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Excuse so, me. I checked with three doctors. Three doctors. And uh, the mention of Purell hand sanitizer is yeah. real important yeah. the lysol wipes are very very important yeah. and also the number of people that are inside this studio is very very important so we take safe safety very seriously yeah thank and, you uh, thank you for your concern we appreciate that. yeah we definitely do uh oh. we're going to go to warren and uh warren is from pompano beach good morning warren Hey, Warren, you there? Guys, I got a question for you. I'm actually up here. I have two homes, one down in Pompano and up in Fort Lee, New Jersey. I'm stuck up in Fort Lee, New Jersey now for this whole field. And the car dealers up here are closed, only for me, and only open for me. So they're stuck with thousands of cars up here. It finally does open. How much of a bargain do you think you can get on a new car? For all the dealers, regardless, and it could be a Toyota, Chevy, whatever, you think you're going to get, you know, when they, when they do open again because they've been stuck and they can't sell it. Well, Warren, this is Stu. I think, uh, yeah, you're going to see even bigger and bigger rebates, and it's going to depend on the on the on the makes that are moving. So, and that's going to depend on their whole production plan. So, if they are if they're smart and they manage to. Uh, manage the production uh, and stop the glut from getting too big uh, then you'll see uh, lesser incentives but it's gonna it, you're gonna see the ones that ha were having a hard time selling cars before the pandemic are gonna have the hard time selling the cars now I'm talking about uh, Chrysler and uh, GM certain GM cars um, I, I, I would guess that your um, 
the popular uh, imports like Honda, Toyota, Nissan, things like that. Well, maybe not Nissan. Honda <laughs> and Toyota might be doing pretty good. Um, but yeah, you just got you got to watch it. You got to see. Um, but to your point, different states with different lockdown um, policies, that's going to affect it. So, for example, in California, um, they're considering the service departments to be essential, but the new car showrooms are shut down. In New Jersey, it sounds like you're in the same sort of situation. Are, are they closing down the service departments too, or just the? Uh, no, no, no. The service departments are open. Yeah. The showrooms, and that's used cars too. That's every kind of car. I mean, you can go to your local gas station, or you can go to the local Toyota dealer to get yeah. the car service and buy one. Um, the other question I have for you: Of course, you cannot buy any cars here whatsoever now. Up here, would you think the price of used cars would go down as well because manufacturers would have all kinds of rebates to buy new ones? Yeah. Why would you buy a used one if you could buy a new one? The separation isn't that different. I don't. That was my. Yeah. Guess. No, there's a but time bomb know. happening with the used car market because um, for those very reasons, uh, when they start to f- you know flood us with gigantic rebates and things like that, that depresses the market. And it trickles down to used cars. The other thing that used car dealers, which is pretty much every new car dealer too, uh, faces is um, with that big inventory sitting there. Um, the values have already gone down tremendously, and as they sit there, they continue to depreciate. And what's going to happen is. Um, you know, th- tens of thousands of car dealers across the country are going to be stuck with cars that are way, worth uh, way less uh, than what they own them for. And so um, that's another little economic bomb waiting to go off uh, a little bit down the road. I, I just want to get into two quick questions. Uh, this is like up here like in Jersey where I can't sell any cars. Will they make the next model year or they just try to get rid of the inventory or hold the model year off to January or something? I mean, I can't conceive them coming out with 21s in September and October. That would make no sense. I have no idea. What would you think? I think there'll be delays for sure. Um, I know that I, the one I'm most familiar with is Toyota. Um, they've shut down over a month's worth of production in North America and also, I believe, also in the other uh, manufacturing plants around the world. So that is going to clearly, it's kind of a little halt on the production calendar uh, that they talk about. So I could see some delays in the new model years coming out. Um, it's all going to depend on what happens to business over the next few months. All right. And from your point of the Toyota deal, are zero financing, do you see that coming to all models, the ones they can't get rid of? Um, like, like I see it advertised on television now, but I, it doesn't make any sense to me now because I can't buy a car up there anyway. Um, do you think they're going to have zero financing, or that something is the um, uh, the amount of the uh, well the uh, the sweetness of the deal that's offered is going to depend on on the on the desperation of the manufacturer and the dealer. Um, some manufacturers do not believe in um, long uh, you know long terms for for car loans. Um, it's generally not good for the consumer. Um, you're kind of stuck in a car for a long time with a payment uh, on a very old car. These 84-month loans with zero interest, they sound very attractive. And, uh, and to be honest, I mean, there are some people really uh, that a low payment is the only thing that matters right now. So that's going to be attractive. And people will take advantage of it. Um, but all, even Toyota is doing it. Toyota has 0% for 60 months on their most popular 2020 models. And um, that's about as long as they're going to go. Uh, well, one way to to do it is um, interest rates on themselves by themselves are, are super low anyway. Um, you could do a um, uh, uh, take take advantage of a larger rebate, do a shorter term, and still get a great low interest rate. Um, so 
Um, I, I, I do caution against getting too excited about those long terms with zero interest rate, though. Okay. Guys, thank you very much. Be well and good luck. Thank, thank you, Warren. Warren. Same to you, Warren. Give us a call toll free, 877 960 9960, or you can text us at 772 497 6530. I can't mention enough. www.youranonymousfeedback.com. You know, Take one of the advantage. I wrote uh, one of my blogs recently. It had to do with online buying, and there will be a quantum leap in online buying of everything. Uh, cars uh, will be included. And if you haven't tried it before, uh, now's the time to really try it because you have, you're holding all the cards when you're in your home with your smartphone or your computer and you're talking to dealers and getting prices. Uh, they will not, when, you, when they have you in their dealership, when you are in their territory, that's where the games begin. And that's when they start talking about uh, adding dealer fees and dealer installed accessories. If you're not there and they don't have control, they know that you're going to buy from the dealer that gives them the best price. And you make that clear. Now's the time, because I think a year from now, when this is all behind us, more and more cars will have been sold online than ever before and will be sold. So learn how to do it now. You've got plenty of time. You're sitting home. You've got the computer. Uh, you can shop 5, 10, 15, as many car dealers as you want, and insist on the online price being an out-the-door bottom-line price. Rick, you're waving at me. Well, we've got a question from Paul Demore that fits right in here. He says, if I buy a car, when I sit down to sign all the contracts, if something just doesn't feel right with all the excessive fees and all, can I still walk out at that point? You can walk out any time before you sign, but the point is, if you have not gotten the out-the-door price before you even start signing, before you agree to sign, uh, I wouldn't even, you can sign online, by the way, there are a lot of dealers who are offering electronic signatures. Uh, the main thing you need to worry about is a total, complete understanding between the salesperson, the manager of the dealership, and you on what that out-the-door price is. I, I use this because it's so easy to understand. Mr. Jones, I'm talking to the salesman, I'm going to write a check out on my bank, and it's going to have the total price that I'm going to pay you, including tax, tag, hidden fees, unhidden fees, Whatever you want to put on there, put it on there. But I want to know, I don't want to give you one more penny. I'm going to walk in there, I'm going to hand you that check, I'm going to get in that new car I bought, and I'm going to drive it home. If, there's, if you ask me for one more penny, you'll never see me again. That is an out-the-door price. And if you can get that across to all the people that you're shopping online, you will get a better deal on a car today than you ever, ever have before. Wow. Okay. Stu? All right, let's jump back over to anonymous feedback. Uh, okay, this is one just letting us know that Toyota of Hollywood is selling, and it's a link to a Carfax report, selling this used 2019 Corolla with an unfixable recall. And unfortunately, that is happening all over the world, all over yeah. the United States. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. So uh, we've talked about this for, what's 2020 now, so we're on four years of, of, of preaching this message. Um, there is no law against a car dealer selling a used vehicle 
with a dangerous recall. There is no law against it. Uh, there is a law against a new vehicle uh, manufacturer dealer uh, f from selling a new car, but used There's cars. There's not even a law against not disclosing it. Correct. I mean, you, you know, some people would say, okay, buyer beware. You come in and you're going to buy a car with a dangerous recall that can't be fixed. And the salesperson says to you, I just have to tell you, Mrs. Jones, this car has a dangerous recall. It's a dangerous airbag that can blow up your face and kill you. And if I sell you the car, you can't get it fixed because there's not a fix available. And then Mrs. Jones says, that's okay. I'll buy it anyway. Right. There are people that say, that's okay. I don't think it's okay. No. But there are people that say that. But the dealers don't even have to tell you. They can hide it and not tell you. And we see that repeatedly. Right. And the extent that the new car manufacturers get involved, they frown at it. Maybe a little, just a little frown. And they say, um, you can't represent this as a certified vehicle that's backed by this manufacturer. Yeah. So for example, Toyota of Hollywood, Toyota says you can't represent a car with a fixed, with a, with a recall fixed or unfixed, uh, well, I'm sorry, fixed <laughs> as a certified car, but you can sell it. Just yeah. take the certified logo off it and, and have at it. Okay. Uh, Any more text? Oh yeah. Um, this is just a thank you on anonymous feedback. It says, hello, Earl. Thank you for putting on a message that the radio show was canceled last week. It saved me some time looking for it. Uh, what else do we got here? Here we go. Um, Earl, you've indicated previously that Toyota has a 17% share of the market. Is that a total U.S. figure? It seems higher here in South Florida. Do you know the market share that Toyota has here in Palm Beach County? I do. So do you? 13, 14 percent. It's lower than, than, than the national average. It's around 12, uh, 12 percent, 13 percent. And that is largely due to the unusually large number of luxury vehicles um, in, our, in this market. Yeah. With Palm Beach Island, a lot of wealthier um, residents, uh, we see um, actually higher market shares for BMWs, Lexuses, Acuras, and um, Lamborghinis and Bugattis. Yeah. <laughs> All okay. right. Uh, Rick, do you got any text over there? I don't want to monopolize. No, the, uh, we, ju we okay. just got caught up on YouTube. We're okay. doing good here. Then I can keep going. <laughs> okay, I have one text that's really very interesting, and it was from uh, Greg out in Denver, and uh, this may interest you even more, Rick, uh, but um, this is in reference to the service technicians are producing high-quality, detailed, narrated videos to help customers see what needs to be replaced or fixed on their vehicles. The multimedia effort is helping the store increase repair approvals, avoid potential litigation, and make house calls during the coronavirus pandemic. Do you think that you will all uh, ever, you know, put that to uh, work in the... We've actually done quite a few videos uh, for maintenance items uh, showing solutions and ideas things like that uh one of the weapons that we've been using quite often now is a simple cell phone where if i see a problem on a customer's car i'll take a picture of it and have the service writer send that picture to the customer say this is what we see this is why we think it should be fixed and a picture's worth a thousand words. Absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah. use Skype or FaceTime. Uh, Nancy is actually visiting her doctor uh, by uh, Skype yeah, doing a and virtual uh, FaceTime. And I think point. the world's changing. I think the way cars are fixed, the way patients are diagnosed, uh, even after this is all over, 
I think we're going to find a real efficiency in this sort of thing. And I, yeah, I have to agree with you absolutely. You know, uh, what we knew as you know uh, everyday behavior, things will definitely change, and they'll change. They're changing for the best. And uh, Greg, uh, thanks for your question. And uh, you can see we're on the cutting edge here as far as taking pictures, as Rick stated videos and uh, everything because as rick said a picture's worth a thousand words those videos that um rick has up there are the among the not among they are the most popular videos that we have on our youtube channel hundreds of thousands of views and i get all the comments and questions that come in and every single day there was one that rick did said uh was titled how to unlock a well how to free a a lock steering steering wheel yeah jonathan posted it hundreds of thousands of views and every day there's a comment coming in heartwarming comments like I was in the Walmart parking lot, and I thought I was going to be stuck there forever. Thank you, Rick. You saved my life. Um, yeah, there was a, one that came in on Thursday that said, uh, thank you, Rick. I thought I broke my company's van because they thought that they had broken the steering oh, wheel. Yeah, so, yep. yeah. yeah. That's, that's just great. You know, it just keeps you so driven and uh, keeps uh, a lot of us uh, very honest. And uh, whenever you show a picture to a customer, potential uh, service they're coming in for service uh showing them that picture you know that is really great it's not only great to show them a picture of what was wrong with their car but you're taking on a well i'm going to say like an intimate kind of a exchange between the two of you and that customer feels pretty special mm-hmm. okay let's okay, get some folks. more calls how about eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us You can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go to our favorite person, John from Palm City. Hi, John. Good morning to everyone. I'm glad to hear you're staying safe and you were checked out by the doctors. Yeah. Um, Rick's advice was so wonderful at the beginning. Uh, Don't need to start the car, but let it run about a half hour, at least 15 minutes to get the oil warm and more important in the exhaust system, the exhaust, the moisture builds up and it can rot the actual system. Uh, This burns off the uh, vapor, water vapor, that comes from a cold surface and a hot exhaust gas. And that's very important too, not to let that sit in there. What I want to say was in the old days, and Rick could answer this, the exhaust systems, especially in the foreign cars, used to rust out beyond belief, especially when I lived up north in the salt on the roads, and even down here if you lived along the seashore. But today, you don't even hear about, like the biggest business then was Midas. You don't even hear about anybody replacing a muffler or a a tailpipe. What is the reason that that changed so radically like that? Rick can answer that? Changes in material. They, they have changed the material on the exhaust systems dramatically. It's about the same reason why drive belts that you used to replace every 20,000 miles are now lasting 120,000 miles. Hmm. They've they finally figured out ways to make exhaust that don't rust out like they used to. Well, that's, that's for the better. That's good. And the second thing is what I want to say is not only... <clears throat> to start it up and get that oil circulating, but <clears throat> the battery, and I find there's an item that's already out in some places, the unit you want to get is a green unit. It's called battery tender, okay? 
that stays on there 24 hours, seven days a week, doesn't do any harm. It doesn't, you know, uh, wouldn't short out, and it keeps that battery up and well charged. And that's at this time, that's something we could all use. Naturally, you have to have accessibility to an electrical outlet. But this is an absolute wonderful thing. It's been proven. A friend of mine, he has about 21 collector cars right here in Stewart, and every one of his automobiles are kept on that. And he finds that the batteries last as much as five, seven years and beyond just by using this system, and it's safe. It's not the old type of trickle charger where it just put it on, you know, as it needed it. This stays on 24 hours, and it's perfectly safe. So I wanted to mention that. That's an important. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing about letting the car sit is you're going to see the sensor light. The tire hasn't been circulated. It's been sitting. It could even get flat spots sometime. And that unit uh, that senses the tire pressure is an is a item that I always was curious about. So I asked my mechanic, and he gave me an old one that he took off recently, and I was absolutely shocked. I looked at it. Uh, you know, you can't take it apart. Uh, one side says, made in sit-down for this, Japan, and the other side is made in Mexico. So what I see now is, Burl mentioned a couple of weeks ago about a shortage some manufacturers may even go out of business, but I participate a definitely shortage of automobile parts with some smaller or even bigger automobile parts manufacturing that will go out of business. What's your opinion about that? I think uh, you're right. I think you're, uh, uh, it's entirely possible. We're going we're gonna to see a major uh, economic uh, uh, disaster. Uh, with the automotive industry. Uh, we have too many manufacturers. There have been too many manufacturers for a long time, and, there's, and we have some that are struggling. And uh, uh, I hate to predict doom, but the weaker manufacturers are not going to survive. If they don't survive, they're not going to be building parts. Uh, uh, the parts suppliers uh, will stop uh, supplying the parts. So you're going to see a major shift. Uh, I, I'm not going to make any predictions now, but uh, all you have to do is check your uh, uh, ch check with your local stockbroker and look at the bond ratings of the manufacturers. Uh, Ford, I hate to pick on Ford, uh, but their bond, their bond rating has been downgraded to junk, and Ford has been around for a long time. Hard to believe that Ford Motor Company could be gone, but I don't think they are going to be around a year from now or two years from now. And the same goes for other manufacturers. The strong will survive. You've got two things going on, John. You've got the effects of the pandemic and the economic impact of the pandemic. And then you've got the rapid change in technology where we're moving into all electric, possibly autonomous cars. And there just aren't enough, many, there aren't enough uh, uh, customers to go around and technology expertise to be able to build the car that the consumers are going to be demanding. So uh, you're right. Uh, uh, it's going to be unlike anything we've seen in our lifetimes, and stick with the cars that you can be, uh, that you, the manufacturers that you you feel will be here with the high bond ratings, with a high uh, uh, financial analyst will tell you, it's like buying a stock. Don't buy this stock, buy that stock. That's the best way I can recommend you buy a car. 
Well, the proof is a parts manufacturer that can't produce is just as you mentioned earlier. There's cars with recalls on them, and the parts are not available. Yeah. Uh, Takata was a perfect example that they declared bankruptcy, but nobody was so fast to take over and continue the manufacturing with the seatbelts, exactly. with the uh, sensors. Exactly. So uh, we can see a little bit ahead of time even, but after this is all over, I mean, when I went to South Carolina to visit the BMW plant, there's many automobile parts manufacturers. One of the biggest ones uh, was right near Michelin over there. And uh, that's, I mean, those are tremendous plants, but who knows if they're all going to reopen or if some of them don't go out of business. Exactly. Well, thank you very much, John. I uh, appreciate the call very much and your loyalty. As Nancy said earlier, you're a, you're our most loyal caller. You've been with us for many, many years. And Thank you for all your concern. Stay safe. Take care well, of yourself. And thanks for your concern for me and Nancy. I know you were concerned about us. Yeah, and all the information. Happy to have you all back. Thank all, you. all the information, John. You sent us a lot of information. It was great information. We really appreciate Thank you. you. Thanks for listening to Earl Stewart on okay. Cars. You have a great weekend. Stay safe. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And, uh, hey, guys, I was checking out Gas Buddy. And check this out. There's uh, prices that have dropped to a dollar in 13 states, gas prices. Could you ever imagine? When was the last time you saw that? And that's in uh, Arkansas, Colorado, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, New York, Ohio, Oklahoma, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Isn't it ironic that the car, just when the car prices, gas prices go down, who cares, right? Right. I mean, uh, we got a funny no. meme. <laughs> Somebody sent <laughs> no us one's here. Driving. And he says, anybody else getting uh, three weeks to the gallon on their car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did anybody see the day? I, like um, I, wa I watch the stock market a lot. And about uh, five or six days ago, oil prices went negative. Yep. And uh, That's why I said everybody earlier. was scratching their heads, and and that basically means that that if you're selling oil, uh, you have to pay somebody to take the oil. And I'm just wondering, you wonder what's going to happen to oil changes, and you know, your what's an oil change cost today? If oil has a negative price, you drive uh, out we'll have to money. pay the customer. We'll have to pay the customer to get an oil change. That's why I said earlier, did you ever think it'd come to a time whenever we pay more for a bottle of water? Then oil, and then also to uh, Earl's topic that he's talking about, uh, it costs more uh, to sell the oil. Milk, did you see that also in the news about uh, them just throwing it away? Uh, it just wasn't worth their while. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on, crazy send, stuff. Send me your milk. <laughs> How about we got any text to go to? Oh, yeah. I got uh, a great excuse one Excuse me before you go to yeah. that. We're going to go to Frank, who's a regular Frank. caller also. And he calls us from Jupiter. Morning, Frank. Well, good morning, Nancy and Earl. Um, morning. I've listened to your show for years, and I've used your advice many times in helping friends purchase a car, or even for myself, especially for Nancy, this will be good for you, is um, any of the women people I know, I say don't go by yourself because they are, they are just um, bait. And here's, here's my question and dilemma. Um, my oldest daughter, who lives in Utah, needs a car. She's actually looking for um, a RAV4 hybrid. 
and I, I did Earl's you know, due diligence. I went on Costco to try and get a price. There's only one dealer in the entire state of Utah um, that does Costco. Hmm. They, they won't give me a price. You've got to go in there, and they'll give you your special price when you're in person. Who's that? Is that normally how it happens with Costco, or do you get a printout? Yeah, with Costco, um, they... Uh, I don't like that about Costco, by the way, Frank. I've told them that. I've talked to their executives about this. Uh, they uh, they have a price sheet, and they have a Costco price that is supposed to be the lowest price that you'll sell that vehicle to anyone for. And uh, But they won't give it to you. Uh, you, you. They make you come in the car dealership. Uh, if the dealer adheres to the rules of the program, it's a great program. But the problem is navigating that minefield of honesty with the dealer who is a Costco dealer. Uh, we, we know a dealer in uh, Utah. That's the reason I was asking. There, uh, what's the name of the dealership? Um, hang on just a minute. I'm trying. I've got it back on my email. We can, we can, give, you the, uh, we can give you the, the cell phone number yeah, she of anywhere the dealer. Is yeah, she the, anywhere near uh, Provo? Actually, I can't give the cell phone of the dealer anymore. He sold it. Oh, we did. That's right. I but, forgot. But I still know the general manager. Oh, do you? And I believe he's still working there. <laughs> is she anywhere near Provo? Actually, I, I, they are. Um, is it Mark Miller's Toyota or a different one? Um, I don't think so. It used to be called Brent Brown Toyota, and um, it, he sold uh, his dealership last year. Um, thankfully, kept most of the employees, and it's a pretty good dealership. Um, watch out in the finance department, and they do very well there. But um, I could give you a referral. Um, I can text it to you and um, give you the, the phone you, numbers. You, and, you, you, yeah. you, you have my cell number. I'm the one that sent text, you the thing yeah. about the gas. Yeah, price. yeah. Okay. And the dogs. Hey, yeah. Frank, uh, I, Frank, I got another idea. Uh, look on our website and go on to the car that you're interested, your daughter's interested in buying in Utah, and, and you can get an out-the-door price on our website. Then take... Uh, about a thousand dollars off of that right, price because in Utah we're in a Southeast Toyota distributor. We pay about a thousand dollars more for our cars in the Southeast United States than they do in Utah. They buy directly from Toyota. So take the Rav Four, go on our website, get our price out the door, subtract a thousand dollars from it, and that's the price they should be able to buy the Rav Four in Utah for. Oh, okay. That sounds great. Uh, while we're talking about prices, because um, the Costco dealer was a different one that's near my daughter's house. My daughter has bought two different Toyotas from this one dealer, and she thought that might help her going back. I said, it's very tough. But um, with, um, with that being the case, this one dealer that's on the Costco, I said, by the way, what's your dealer's fees? And he says, oh, they're 298 I said, $298? He said, no, that's what we are around here. I didn't have the heart to tell them what they do out here in South Florida. <laughs> yeah, you know, Florida is a wild, wild west. Other, even dealers we know, we, we talk to, they find it hard to believe what the dealers in Florida get away with. There's no one can touch Florida. Not only does Florida have the highest dealer fees, they have the most. In other words, typically in other states, there's one dealer fee. They call it, you know, uh, doc fee. prep, doc. But there's one fee. In Florida, they can have as many fees as they want, and they typically do. They'll have at least two. I don't think anyone has one dealer fee. And sometimes they'll have three or four, and they name each one a different name because in other states, you have to call it one thing. I think in I think California. It's your fault. I think this is your fault. 
possibly. You, you brought so much attention to the term dealer fee, <laughs> yeah. and that was the uh, that was the main term that was used. And they said we can't call it that. Yeah. They'll know what they're t- Earl's telling them all about the dealer fee. <laughs> so it's, cra- it's it's crazy and it's uh, embarrassing in a way, but uh, yeah. Uh, California, I think, is a $75 dealer fee. They call it a dock fee. And who cares? They all have the same fee. You know it's going to be there. And so it ceases to become a source of profit to the dealer when every dealer has the same fee and they're competing amongst themselves. In Florida, it's dangerous because every dealer is different. You can go to dealer A, his total dealer fees are $1,000. Dealer B could be $3,000. Dealer C could be $900. So it's impossible to be able to calculate the right price uh, without having an out-the-door price. And the guys with the biggest fees, their ads look the best. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) What's behind door one, door two, door three? You know, Frank, um, it's really a surprise that uh, it wouldn't be a whole lot easier for your your daughter to purchase a vehicle. You know, I don't care whether it's Costco, True Car, whatever, especially during this pandemic, and that they would make things just a little bit easier and, uh, you know, uh, just uh, make them easier. That's all. So uh, that's my thought on this pandemic and purchasing a vehicle. Good luck yeah, well, to your it's daughter. Happy. Yeah, it's, it's happy. she's 30 years old and she just went through a divorce, and so there's she's got a lot of drama in her life. But um, her husband was military, so she has a dependent ID card and uh, various other things that would help. But um, the, as you mentioned earlier, they said that cars weren't selling about two weeks ago. All of a sudden, everything picked up out there. Yeah. So. Um, I, I, I guess it's, um, it might be a little harder as it's going on right now. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll text you, Frank, and I'll get you the information. And uh, maybe if you give me her name through text, I can let them know to expect her and, and uh, warn them off yeah. any sort of no. mistreatment. <laughs> no, I appreciate that because she also thought about maybe even flying down and getting a car from you guys because you're so good. That's a long drive back. So. Yeah, a long drive. <laughs> well, here's proof. Well, quick Here. one with, her, with, a, with a RAV4 hybrid. I know they're not giving the zero percent financing, but on regular R- RAV fours, they are. Yeah. Is the is the fuel um, economy that much better? This worth going a different. Yeah, it's really good. Um, both my wife and my daughter drive RAV four hi- hybrids. Uh, they're getting over forty miles to the gallon. Um, the gas one's got good gas mileage for a small SUV, but uh, the, I mean, you're getting like Prius range with the uh, well, not current Prius range, but Prius from a few years ago range on the on the RAV four hybrid. It's a great car. They and def- you don't need to plug it in or anything, right? Just no, but not to confuse your situation or hers, uh, they are coming out with a RAV4 Prime, which is a plug-in just like the Prius Prime, which is actually doing pretty well, too. So that's coming out next year. Oh, well. Okay, yeah, well, her her um, RAV4 has 252,000 miles on it. It's still going, but it's, it's breaking down more often than, than not, so she figures it's time to trade in. Uh, the RAV4 Hybrid, that's a really good choice. Okay, thank in, you so much. And Frank, uh, you mentioned that your daughter was 30 years old. You know, this is proof right here in the 21st century that uh, women women are dominating the in- industry. Uh, you know, and if the car dealers don't get that, it's their financial loss, truly. And at 30 years old, it sounds like as if that she is definitely pretty mature. And that Rav4 oh, yeah. is a great vehicle. I drove it. Yeah. Oh, so, I got the Toyota dealer. I went on my other email. It's called Tony Davina Toyota in Riverside, Utah. Probably not where you guys were talking about, right? No. No. Okay. I've been yeah, out there yeah, once. Uh, it's a beautiful country. Yeah. Oh, it is. Uh, 
I would fly out there, except with the virus thing, we we're kind of stuck. Oh, here. God, yeah. oh, oh, here, I can't help myself. You may or not let this go in the air, but this is a good. <laughs> what does the coronavirus and the Boeing 737 MAX, what don't they have in common? What's the difference between the virus and the Boeing 737 MAX? I'm going to guess the 737 MAX is not airborne. Very good. Congratulations. Oh. You just won $50. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> oh, that's bad. That's a good Man, we got to laugh. we got to laugh. All right, Frank, thank you very much for the call. Uh, we oh, love uh, you. You're you one of are our great. most intelligent callers. We <laughs> yes, appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for the humor also. I'll text you after the show. Stay you know, safe. On the, on the subject of uh, getting a good deal during this corona pandemic, uh, it has to. You have to talk about the pay plans for the salespeople. Now, I said our sales were off about 50 percent. They're starting to come up a little, little bit, but all the car dealer sales are off. If they come back a little bit, that's going to be better, but it's still going to be off. The car salespeople get paid typically a percent of the profit they make on the car. Now, think about it. The standard commission is 25% of the profit. So when you walk into a car dealership or you deal online when you're buying a vehicle, whatever the price that salesperson sells you for, he gets 25% of the profit. The higher the price, the more he makes. A car salesman typically will sell cars. A, a good salesman will sell 20 cars in a month. Uh, his lowest price profit will probably be maybe a hundred dollars. They'll probably give him a flat commission of fifty dollars or or twenty-five dollars. His highest profit could be four thousand dollars, in which case he'd make a thousand dollars. Now think about this: every commission he gets is different, and he has to maximize his earnings to feed his family. He's got to put food on the table. If he goes from selling 20 cars a month to 10 cars a month, how is he going to be able to afford to put the food on the table when you cut his sales in half? The only way he can do that is to sell higher price, to increase the profit, so his commission will be higher. So that's the reason one of my blogs, Best of Times, Worst of Times, Coronavirus, uh, Buying Cars During This Period of Time. When you negotiate with a car dealer today, that dealer and that salesperson has to make about twice as much on the car as he did when sales were brisk. When he was selling 20 cars a month, now he's only selling 10. So you have to be extremely careful. If you are careful, you can get a great deal because they want to sell some sales. He'd rather make 50 bucks than nothing. And if you're hard and tough, then uh, you can get a deal. That fits right in with a question that uh, here on YouTube, Gearhead10 is saying, trying to buy a new Toyota at six different dealers, I price checked all of them are at MSRP. I was told they're not offering discounts due to low sales. These are all Toyota dealerships. Are you guys doing the same? No. No, I'm amazed. I, uh, I, uh, I, I don't, I, I question that. I, uh, I would be amazed. If that were true, I'd love for you to contact us and tell us which dealers were quoting MSRP online and saying they won't budge off of MSRP. Now, there are a lot of dealers that don't put their price online, and MSRP yeah. is the only price that you'll see. Yeah. Um, but that's just to control the customer. Yeah. So now, if you, if you uh, contact a Honda, Toyota, Chevrolet, any dealer today, uh, 
and they you ask for their best price, uh, they will not tell you MSRP is our best price. Uh, probably they won't tell you the price. They probably will tell you that you need to come in. That's why you have to play hardball, and that's when you have to explain it to them. And the explanation is, listen, I'm going to buy a car in the next three days. I'm going to buy it from the Chevrolet dealer that gives me the lowest price. This is a specific Chevrolet I'm going to buy. Give me your out-the-door price, the price I can write a check for, drive that car home. If you don't, there's no way you're going to sell me a car. You won't make a nickel. If you give it, give me the price, you might not sell me the car because your competition might beat you. But you have some chance or you have no chance. It's your choice. There is the Earl Stewart's old axiom, never believe anything you see in a car dealer's ad is never been truer. D- ignore them. And if, if I'd like to segue into an ad that Susan just sent me. <laughs> I've never seen anything. This is pretty bad. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's a Toyota dealership up in Vero Beach known as Toyota of Vero Beach, and this is a Facebook ad that she sent me a screenshot. I just forwarded that to our Toyota rep because it was so egregious, and he responded back if I had if I had reported that to Toyota uh, National yet, and I haven't because we're on the air. But Toyota Vero Beach's uh, Facebook ad says announcement: three hundred twenty thousand dollars stimulus at Toyota of Vero Beach. If you owe more than your car is worth, or even if you have negative equity which is a, you know, that means the same thing. Sorry, guys. Toyota has Toyota has teamed up with Toyota of Vero Beach and allotted $320,000 oh in, in payoff assistance for the residents of the Treasure Coast. We recognize that many people in this area owe more than their vehicle oh. is currently worth. Oh, Worry no more. No payments for 90 days. Don't miss out on this. That is true. There is a Toyota uh, payment deferral. Then it says this event is running for five days only, Wednesday, April 22nd through Sunday, April 26th. Message us now to reserve your payoff stimulus certificate. Um, that is a complete, that's one of the worst things I ever saw. That's the worst uh, ad I've seen from a Toyota dealer. And Toyota is kind of uh, tough on those sort of ads. Yeah. And I'm just flabbergasted. Yes. That they would see, they can get in a lot of trouble. Uh, oh yeah, uh, by doing that. Uh, unfortunately, first they get a warning, and uh, to me, that's the uh, well, sad uh, part. There is one hidden caveat, one little clause within that Toyota advertising covenant, and that is, if anything is considered to be blatant or egregious, like just blatantly, knowingly oh, no. do it, you get an automatic strike. Oh, that's, so bl- this that's could, blatant. Th- this yeah. might get into that. Yeah. Um, the other thing, just to. Um, fact check this ad um, Toyota and lots of manufacturers but Toyota is offering um, 90 days deferment and that runs through July folks that doesn't end on April 26th yeah yeah we actually have uh, oh yeah here we are Nancy just handed me this uh, this is uh, the Attorney General our Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody uh, actually issued a warning against a dealer in northern Florida and uh, this dealer sent out a stimulus relief program similar to what uh, Toyota Vero Beach was doing. And here's a copy of a check. Stimulus relief, relief program. Uh, this check is for $3,344.68. And it's sent to the uh, prospective customers. I'll hold that up for the Facebook. And, uh, oh, here we are. And uh, uh, this is, I, I thought, the most egregious uh, advertisement I've seen until I heard the Vero Beach one, which is equally egregious. And uh, this is a kind of desperation. Uh, they got slapped down by Ashley Moody, 
the Florida Attorney General, and also the direct mail company that put this together was fined. So uh, desperate times make desperate measures, and this is what's going on. You're seeing some terribly uh, cruel, I would say, is not too, is not too strong a word, yeah. to take advantage of people's fear and actually make them believe that stimulus checks are being sent to them so they can buy a car. Uh, it's just uh, unbelievable that people would try that. As sad as is, is, uh, it is, it's, uh, you know, that's the way of the world now. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. How do you sleep at night? Do you have a conscience? Yeah. Okay, no, let's, no, move, no. let's move along to some more text here. Yeah, we got some anonymous feedback. Um, here's one that says, Hi, Earl, I'm writing from northern Maine. And I've been doing a lot of research on different vehicle types. I've looked at Toyota, Subaru, Honda, and Kia brands. I want an SUV and previously test drove the Highlander, Forester, and the CRV. I've watched the reviews on the Kia Telluride and like the safety reviews and overall performance. Um, but I haven't been able to test drive, um, and the closest dealer is over 200 miles away from where I live. In this new age of buying online, could I ask for delivery and test drive without the commitment to buy? I don't want to waste anyone's time or effort, but I want to make an informed decision. Um, and then he has another question about um, seeing an offer for 18% below MSRP. Um, I'll jump on that real quick. Um, that sounds like a great discount, but the only thing that really matters is the, uh, is the bottom line price. Don't know what the fee situation is up in Maine. Uh, just make sure that you're comparing apples to apples like MSRPs or identical MSRPs in the bottom line price because um, who knows what gets added to that. Uh, great question on the uh, buying online. How do you test <coughs> Test, test drive the car um, you, you got to ask the dealer the salesperson if it's something they'll do um, I honestly would be surprised if there's many dealers that would refuse to do that uh, bring a car out to your house um, uh, car sales are depressed I, uh, they are picking up a little bit but I think um, while they're still struggling I think any way they can uh, anything they can do to help sell a car I think most uh, most salespeople would do that um, our dealership does that as well. Um, I think most in our area are doing the same thing. Yeah, if they don't, John, then I wouldn't deal with yeah. them. I, I can't imagine a dealer refusing to allow you to test drive a car well without the uh, obligation to yeah. purchase. It'd be bad business. Yeah. And if they said that, I'd just say, yeah. it's like buying a used car. You need to take it to your independent mechanic to check it. If they won't let you take the car, they want to sell the used car, the independent mechanic, don't buy yeah. it from them. That's, you, you hold all the cards until you sign on the dotted line or give them your check you're holding all the cards just remember that they'll bluff you sometimes yeah. but all you do is do a 180 and start walking towards your car you'd be surprised how quickly they'll come come around yeah and with these online sales um this is going to be a really tough one to do but if you can find a dealer that guarantees gives you a money back guarantee uh you know without any you know hidden conditions or you know, th things they can get you on i saw carvana's running ad and they said they have a seven day return policy um, I didn't see the word unconditional in there, so I'm not sure exactly what the conditions are, but um, ask about that. Make sure that they, um, they can help you out if, if you don't like the car, because that can happen. Even yeah. on a new car, you might not like it. Yeah. And remember what I said earlier, if you just tuned in, the car salespeople are very hungry now. Uh, they know that they're not going to sell as many cars as they did last month or the month before, and they're not sure when they'll be back up to normal. Nobody is. So basically, because they're paid on commission, they have to make considerably more per car, and they have the control to set the price. There are very few dealers out there that will put their lowest price on a car they sell. Uh, they will always leave it up to the discretion of the salesperson, and that's the reason that the car buying 
uh, procedure is such a is such a crazy thing today. It's an adversarial relationship between the customer and the salesman. The salesman wants to sell the car at the highest price possible because he gets 25% of the profit. And the customer, you, want to buy it at the lowest price. So uh, today, with car sales down 50%, be looking for that car salesperson to push, push, push for a higher profit. You have to be more careful than ever. But you still hold all the cars if you stay home, shop online, and get an out-the-door price. If that, if you get that, uh, you're going to get a great price on a car. It's probably the best price you ever got. Yep. All right. Jim texts us and says, wants to know, how do you handle test drives in this environment? Um, he would rather drive by himself. Same thing. Um, most dealers are allowing customers to do that. And even in normal times, um, some dealerships uh, do permit that. Um, they do have these insurance policies called garage keepers um, policies, which covers them and people who drive their cars. So um, you provide your driver's license and proof of insurance, and they should let you take it for a spin. Um, It'd be nice to take it home overnight. We talk about that on the show a lot because that gives you a little bit more time to shake out the things, see if you can uh, be comfortable in it, and see if you can figure out all that complicated electronic equipment in there as well. Uh, But, yeah, I think um, asking to go solo on a test drive is a completely reasonable request in the age of coronavirus. Not only a reasonable request, it should be mandatory, <laughs> uh, whether it's a uh, pandemic or not. Anytime you buy a used car or a new car, uh, new cars especially, we find a lot of people, because they, they owned a, a new uh, Honda Accord and now they're buying another new Honda Accord, they say, well, I know what it's like because I own one. I bought one three years ago. The one you're buying today is different. In fact, Cars are different even in the same year. I mean, you can you could take three different Honda Accords 2020 on a lot and drive each one of them, and they're a little bit different. But year to year, they can be a lot different. Don't ever buy a newer used car until you thoroughly test drive the car. Absolutely. And uh, one of Earl's many columns, uh, he did address that. I'm not sure exactly one, but you can go to Earl on cars and you can find all of his columns that will take you a long way for many miles. Our phone number is 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and we're going to go to Lori who's been holding from Palm Beach Gardens. Good morning, Lori. Hi, Lori. Morning, Nancy. I want, to, I want to tell you that I'm glad you're feeling better. You sound a lot better, and welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Lori. Yes. So I have a question. I, um, I, it's not my first time calling. I've called many times. I do flower deliveries in my vehicle, and I have a fairly new Dodge Caravan with the stow, stowaway seating. So it gives me that flat, you know, van back. After a while, I went to lift up the seat and found that water had gotten in, and now I have mold growing on the seat. Oh, boy. Surf- yes. So sur- and they are leather seating. Surfacely, I can clean it off, but it does kind of have a little bit of a musty smell. And how do I really get that off? Hmm. Rick, uh, you're an expert on that. My recommendation, the the real fix for it 
is you would have to strip the interior and have a company like Service Pro actually come out and they can professionally clean and scrub everything to do it. But you're talking a huge, huge undertaking at that point. Um, kind of a side trick for it, what I would try is, you know the damp rid you can get for putting in musty places in your house? I would go kind of um, uh, medieval style on it. I would like quadruple up the amount of damp rid and put five or six containers of it in the van, let it sit in the sun for at least a full day with that. The heat will build up that moisture and hopefully the damp rid will just suck it all up and kill off that mold and musty odor and get mm. rid of it. And from there, go with a good coating of Febreze. And of course, from that, just kind of really watch for those little bits of water spills. And we, we've seen some real issues with little bits of things spilled in a car that can grow into a, a real horrible nightmare. So you actually use that technique and it works. Yep. I actually had to do that on my wife's Highlander oh. when our daughter spilled a milkshake that got underneath the carpeting. Oh boy. And I had to scrub, imagine a milkshake yeah, that's about a two weeks later when it really started to a, get that odor. A variety of odors. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Lori, so, I used Amprid in uh, my vehicle, and uh, let me tell you, uh, it, I found great success with it. Yep. And uh, the second half uh, of uh, or, uh, Rick's suggestion was the Febreze. Mm -hmm. It really right. works, Lori. You really have to stay on it, but eventually it's successful. So the, the Amprid will actually pull the mold, or that's just going to be for the owner? Well, the damp rid will get the moisture out of the air, mm -hmm. and without right. moisture, the mold will die. Mold wow. and mildew can only live in a moist environment. So getting right. rid of that moisture, getting every bit of moisture out of that vehicle that you can, that's, that's where our Florida sunshine, you know, the, the heat that we get here in <laughs> Florida really works because the inside of a car can hit 130, 140 degrees. And... Right with that damper in there every bit of moisture kind of gets boiled up into the air and the damper sucks the moisture out of it yeah and and rick are you talking about the damp rid uh, do you use the damp rid that's in the envelope or do you use the container you can well i use just the little bucket style yeah i get two of those buckets okay. for there's a the variety issue we had but yeah I, I would get those buckets that are meant <laughs> to handle like one bucket will handle an entire room yeah. and i'd put three or four of them in the van just to really overkill it that's what i use it's worth it that's worth it you know i kind of was embarrassed to ask that question but i am so glad i did because you guys definitely gave me a fix well accidents happen i mean things get spilled in cars and you know sometimes cars leak you know you get a a roof leak something like that and water gets in there and you got to figure a way to handle it. Well, thank you so very much. Well, thank you, Lori. I appreciate the call very much. Give yes, us... stay safe and have a blessed day. Same, Same, to, Same you. to you, Lori. Thank you so much. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. I guess we better hurry through the show because we have to say happy birthday to a certain person yes i know <laughs> i wasn't paying attention it's somebody's birthday exactly 
Okay. Uh, do we have Texas? Do we have we do. YouTube? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jim in Riviera Beach wants to know if Toyota, if it's true that the, the Toyota CHR is going to stop production in the near future. Um, there is no truth to that rumor. I know that's going all around town. Just kidding. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but no, uh, there is the 2020 uh, CHR model is out now, and I've heard about changes coming up in the 2021. So don't think there's any cha- any plans to, to kill that model. Okay. Uh, got another uh, another Toyota model um, comment. Um, it says it looks like the best, and I think this is, this came in well in between our, this show and the last show. Says we were talking about the Toyota Supra and how uh, Consumer Reports re- recommends it as the as the best uh, sports car. Um, he says it looks like the best thing about the Supra is that it's a BMW, and uh, that's true. It was built in in conjunction with. Uh, uh, with BMW, it's it's kind of like the twin to the BMW Z4. And I'll tell you what, um, I don't care. Um, it actually made me like BMWs a little bit more because it's, yeah. a, it's a pretty good car. You know, the thing I like about the Toyota Supra is it proves the point that we talk about a lot. When a new car comes out, a, a exciting new car, don't buy it until it cools off because you're just absolutely wasting your money. Uh, the Toyota Supra was such an anticipated car. Uh, they talked about it for a year ahead of time, and there was a countdown, and then there would be little pictures that would show, oh, I think I saw a Supra, and the excitement build, and suddenly the dealers had a few of them in the showrooms, and these dealers, I I, I, I believe they marked them up as much as $100,000. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I would love to get a, a video or just a recording of our show in the beginning of last summer, because yeah. this is the best cautionary tale, the most clear-cut example of our advice coming true. You said, do not buy it on the show. Don't buy it. Watch this. It's going to come down. And it it was about three months later. And three months later, we we couldn't give them away. Yeah. Yeah, we had, uh, we sold ours at MSRP sticker, which is a good profit for us. uh, And we don't mark anything up over MSRP. We think that's morally wrong. Uh, And we sold the ones that we sold, the people that bought them, uh, we thought they really got a good deal because all the other dealers were charging twenty, forty, hundred thousand over. The price plummeted below MSRP. Yeah. So and even the people that we thought we were given a good price, price plummeted below cost because Toyota start, offered a thousand dollar rebate on it. Yeah. <laughs> so the rule is that's why I bought mine. Don't buy a new model. Wait. Price always goes down. It, it's hard to do. You get excited. Look, I'm going to have the exact same problem this fall when the new iPhone comes out. I'm going to be all, I'm going to be up at two o'clock in the morning waiting to order mine online. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different though. Yeah. That price uh-huh. doesn't come down in a few months. Hmm. Okay. Do we have any normal text, or are we getting as a is the um, anonymous feedback? <laughs> hey, listen. I got I got to have a mea couple. I, I started jumping around, so I have lost complete control of the order <laughs> these came yeah. in. Um, but I think we're actually. We're all caught up right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's thanks okay, to happy birthday. happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. May the good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Buono cumpleano. Happy birthday. Thank you. Please cumpleaños. Yes. I turned 21 today, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head to the bar and get my first legal drink. Absolutely, yeah. You can look forward to getting carded all day. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was uh, 31 years ago, folks. Hey, did we, did we ever did we ever get the second new female caller? 
We have the one. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, rem- ladies? Let's remind the ladies. Yeah, if you, uh, if, if you didn't uh, hear me in the beginning of the show, $50. I have $50 in these little hands of mine. That's left for the next female caller. If you're a new caller, I have $50 right here in my hands. Olive oil and garlic saturated hands, $50 for you. So give us a call. 877-960-9960 where you can text us at 772-497-6530 we're going to go to robert who's calling us from north carolina good morning oh. robert hello robert morning how you doing doing fine how you doing doing good uh i'm calling about the question about the toyota camry the 2020 model since they have uh different recalls on them and one of them has not showed up quite yet is the uh fuel pump the other one was the engine crack yep you know rick could speak to that rick uh you want to talk about those yeah um, well, it was a it was a li- it's fairly limited. I think there's forty four thousand and the engine cracking one. Yeah, the the engine thing was a very small number. Uh, there's a lot of cars, Rav fours and Camrys that we're inspecting for it, but there's a very small number of engines that are involved in that. Uh, the fuel pump is a much wider issue, running across many models of Toyotas, and right now Toyota is still working on what their repair is going to be that's why it's still in an interim phase so we're waiting to see on that one when that hits we're in the shop we are going to be busy yeah, yeah i think the actual crack is only like a couple of hundred of them with the cracks I think. right it's, it's an incredibly well, small number this seems like it's affecting only the uh soda cameras that are manufactured in the u.s yes yes and the rav4 there's there's the Rav4 and the Camry that they're suspected, and but it, it's such a tiny number of engines. We're talking like maybe a few hundred engines out of thousands and thousands of others that are just fine. Well, the question is, can somebody still buy a Toyota Camry that's been fully manufactured no. in Japan? Oh, by its, I'm sorry, Dan. Most of the production, if not all, of the Camry uh, that you're going to buy in the United States is made in Georgetown, Kentucky. So yeah, they're, yeah. they're all domestically made. Yeah, we actually export cars to Japan. It's kind of a crazy world. You build a car in Kentucky and send it to uh, Tokyo. Uh, it's a global thing we're doing. Yeah, uh, the reason I asked is because I got a 1996 Toyota Camry, and it was fully made in Japan, and I've not hardly had hardly no issues with it. It still mm. runs. And when... They're having such manufacturing issues with the ones in manufacturers in the U.S. I'm like questioning the quality of the Toyota products now. Mm-hmm. There's an interesting uh, fact I'm thinking about when you're talking about recalls. Uh, you know, recalls have a stigma. I mean, obviously, when you build a car and you don't build it right and you you got to fix it later, that's a stigma on the brand. But car dealers actually like recalls because the manufacturer pays us nicely for recalls. Rick makes a nice living off of recalls. The dealerships all make a nice living. And when business is slow, uh, when the service business is slow, car dealers are actually thrive on recalls and uh, 
it sounds uh, almost uh, like a negative thing that you have a car dealer that's actually hoping that there are more recalls come in because it can make the money when he fixes them. Here's my opinion on this, and it, this is simply my own opinion, and there's going to be a whole lot of people, probably three of them in this room that won't agree with me, but uh, a few years back, Toyota high-ups, the, 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 the CEO, the top guys in Toyota, all started pushing that they wanted to be the number one biggest car manufacturer in the world, and they started cutting corners. And they cut a whole lot of little corners and pushed to be the biggest and the baddest. They wanted to be the best at the biggest, and they forgot about the quality of the cars for a while. And Toyota got smacked in the head. We hit a whole bunch of recalls popped up, and even Akio Toyota finally stepped up and said, hey, looks like we goofed a little bit. We went a little too hard trying to be number one, and they backed off now, and Toyota now is starting to concentrate more on quality, and it's, it's, the worm is turning. We're going the other way. We're getting our quality well, you're back. Right. You're right. I disagree with you. And uh, uh, if you look at uh, Consumer Reports and you look at Lexus and Toyota, uh, they have the highest quality of all the cars reported there. Com compared and to the you, other cars, and, yes. And if you look at, yeah, that's what we're talking about. And uh, if you look at the, if you look at the percentage of recalls and the volume of Toyota, uh, it is very, very small. So when you're, when, you know, Toyota's the largest manufacturer, Volkswagen was the largest manufacturer. When you're, when, when you're Chrysler or when you're Nissan or when you're even a small manufacturer like Kia, uh, the percentages look um, much worse because yeah. you don't build sell, sell that many cars. But if you're selling that many cars, the percentages are, are not good. Okay, let's move along. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that uh, if there are no more texts or YouTubes to share with our audience, it's time to uh, <coughs> close the lines ask you to please vote on this uh, mystery shop that we're going to get to and that uh, mystery shopping report is from bremen yeah and if, you, if you're new to the show hopefully we have new listeners tuning in all the time and uh the mystery shopping report is something that's totally unique no one that i know of television radio uh, i just don't know anybody uh, that uh, does this type of report we not only do a different car dealership in Florida every single week, and we've been doing it for 17 years, but we do it and we name names and we name dealerships. We talk about the salespeople involved by name, the sales managers, the car dealership, and we cite the the actual violations. Sometimes there are very few violations. Sometimes uh, I don't remember ever being no violations, but nobody's perfect, but we tell it like it is. And I always brag about the fact that in 17 years, we've never been sued, and uh, that would tell you that we're telling the truth. Rick? Uh, Frank, actually, on YouTube was just asking, he says, with the new, the way yeah. things are going with not, you know, not going to car dealerships, are we still going to have a mystery shop in the future? So that's just something that you to throw out that you may well want to yeah. mention. Yeah, we will always how, have. How will we do these? Well, we'll always have mystery shops. And uh, because they're fun and they're and they're uh, educational, 
Yeah, absolutely. They help clean out Dodge. I think we've actually had a positive effect on the uh, car buying experience in South Florida as a result of our mystery shopping reports. Car dealers never know who's going to be next. We've hit most of them, certainly Palm Beach County, Martin County, and even uh, Northern Broward. We've really hit a lot of car dealerships. So the target today, and actually it was two weeks ago because we were off the air for two weeks with uh, repeats, uh, Mystery Shop of Bremen Honda. For this week's Mystery Shop, we're taking a break uh, this week uh, from the COVID-19-related car dealer marketing and returning to another public safety crisis that took out of airbag recalls. It's a shame that with the severity and the, uh, you know, the very nature of this pandemic, the, the Takata always was taken not seriously enough, and now it's probably considered almost a minor event. But we have to, duty calls us to tell you that you have to be careful. And when you hear this mystery shopping report, you see exactly why you have to be careful any place you buy a car today. Uh, before our world was turned upside down by the coronavirus pandemic, uh, we experienced a huge surge in Takata airbag recalls. Millions of defective vehicles were added to the recall list in December of 2019 and January of 2020. There's a certain absurdity to this round of recalls in that many of the bad airbags were actually replacements. Yeah, I mean, we actually replaced bad airbags with other bad airbags. It just sounds, how could that be? You think somebody... Uh, a regulator, uh, a legislator would say, you can't do that. I don't, I don't think they had a choice, right? It was like... Yeah. They well, just, you have a choice. You just don't sell the car. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, an, econ it was an economic uh, overriding safety. Uh, and that makes me a little nauseous to think that human lives are trumped by the uh, sale of dangerous vehicles. And so the, our legislators, our leaders said, okay... You have a dangerous airbag that can explode and kill you, and we're going to recall that airbag, and we're going to bring those cars back in, and we're going to replace it with the same airbag that we just replaced, because it'll take four or five years right. before it blows up again. We bought you a little know, time. And we know that only 25% of the fix folks are going to get that airbag fixed. So you know somebody's going to get hurt. But the economy trumped uh, safety and human lives. Anyway, as I often say, uh, you can't make this stuff up, and we're not making it up, I promise you. We found one of these double Takata airbags being offered for sale by Bremen Honda in Green Acres. That's Lake Worth, uh, Southern Palm Beach County, or Central, I guess. 2012 Honda Accord with only 45,000 miles. Asking ten thousand nine hundred and forty bucks. Now that's a highly desirable used car. I get a lot of calls from people, friends, uh, you know, customers. Everybody's looking for a car about that price. Ten thousand four hundred nine hundred and forty dollars. That's a good price, and for a car that of that age, a two thousand twelve eight year old car with only forty five thousand miles, makes me want to be sure it's a valid odometer. I check the odometer on that to be sure, but it's. It's probably odometer readings are, are valid today. They're pretty pretty safe. But you can check Carfax reports to be sure. We've missed a uh, shop Bremen Honda a few times in the past. The last time was January 2019. That was our former star mystery shopper, 
HNX. Uh, that was his last mission for us. Uh, during that visit, the Brayman staff did a good job. We put them on the recommended dealer list, and we uh, faulted them for their high hidden fees. But we passed them anyway because we grade on, on the curve. And by the way, you can access our recommended dealer list at EarlandCars.com. Just go to EarlandCars.com, and we have a list of recommended dealers and the dealers we don't recommend. And that's one of the reasons we do this mystery shopping report. Uh, this is the first time we put Brayman Honda to the Takata test. Agent Thunder was called up for duty. This was also the first time we ever sent a masked mystery shopper wearing a mask <laughs> into the field. Here's a report. Speaking as if I were Agent Thunder, I arrived at the uh, dealership 1.30 p.m., made my way inside the showroom. I was greeted by the receptionist who offered to help me with a salesperson. She waved to a gentleman seated at a desk who had quickly jumped up and headed my way. Jim said hello through his light blue mask, and I returned a muffled greeting. He began making small talk and asked how I was holding up through the outbreak. The conversation shifted uh, to what brought me in. I told him about the advertisement for the 2012 Accord. I said I was buying this for my live-in mother-in-law. I explained that she was staying at home because she was older and couldn't risk exposing herself, quarantined with us in her home. Jim nodded emphatically, and I continued. I said if I liked the car, I'd go home and talk to her about it. Unless she objected, I would return tomorrow and pay cash for it. Jim appeared to like what he heard. He asked me to make myself comfortable, and he pulled uh, the car up for us to see it. In less than five minutes, Jim was uh, back to walk me outside. He gave me a full walk-around presentation of the Honda Accord 2012, asked me if I wanted to test drive it. I asked if it was okay if I could just drive it around the lot by myself. He agreed, you know, with the corona thing. On the way back, I asked him if he was aware of any mechanical or safety issues. We do this on all of our Takata airbag shops. He said he could pull up the Carfax report inside. He also said he didn't think it had gone through the mechanical inspection yet. He said it was a good car and he didn't expect anything to be wrong with it. But the final sale would depend on the results of the inspection. I asked him why it was listed online. I was wondering the same thing. Why would you advertise a car that you hadn't checked and he appeared to brush off the question, said he would check it out soon. We found a desk inside. He asked me to wait. When Jim came back, he had a printed Carfax report and a sales worksheet. He quickly skimmed through the Carfax report. And if you just tuned in, we're shipping shopping, mystery shopping, Brayman Honda in Green Acres, Lake Worth, uh, Central Palm Beach County. Uh, he didn't mention the recall, just said that the Carfax report looked pretty good and there were two owners and no accidents. That's a little suspicious, because the Carfax report does show all the recalls. And they would also show the fact that there's no fix uh, for this. Uh, there's a lot of information on the Carfax report. You should read it yourself before you buy any used car and read the whole thing. They can be lengthy. Just don't look at the first page. Read the whole Carfax report. Jim gathered all my info and made copies of my driver's license and insurance card. Then he said, I know you can't get the car until tomorrow, but would you like to put down a $1,000 deposit 
so we can get cars serviced and ready for you when you come back. Another curious question. I asked him to tell me why would I want to do that? I was coming back in in less than 24 hours. He repeated that it would get the car ready. I mean, they're not going to service the car unless I put a deposit down. They're not going to inspect the car. It, yeah, they just pulled that out of the... Yeah, uh, strange. I, we haven't heard that before. I asked him if whether they... Uh, wouldn't they be doing this anyway? I mean, I would say... I could understand him saying, if you put the deposit down, we'll hold the car for yeah. you, and we won't sell it to somebody else. But to say that we won't inspect the car, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he meant they'll prioritize it if they think it's they can prove to the service manager it yeah, was sold. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got money in-house. Uh, he addressed me, and not as Mr. Thunder. Uh, I'm sorry we uh, asked that. We just want to make sure we get the car service for you. That was the sales manager that uh, came by to help out the salesman. I responded by telling him that I hadn't even seen the numbers yet, and you're looking for a $1,000 deposit. I haven't even seen a work order, buyer's order. I wasn't keen on forking over $1,000 bucks at this time. The manager seemed a little embarrassed, patted Jim on the back, <laughs> and walked off. Left. <laughs> yeah. Jim uh, took the worksheet, and before reviewing it, explained that uh, it would take a he would take a, I could take a picture of it, right? I could take a picture of it, but he can't give it to me. And here's something else I haven't seen before. He folded the top of the worksheet over so it wouldn't identify the car. Right. And the reason for that was so that if I took a picture of the worksheet and I went to shop the price with this competition, I couldn't validate the fact that it was for this type of car. And so all I would have is a price, and I couldn't compare a similar car. I'm guessing that's probably what it is. Car dealers hate for you to shop and compare yeah. prices. I, I, what I think was I, he folded it over because if it hadn't been to the shop, there could have been a big bill. The prices are going to change, and they didn't want to prove no, that he got a quote on that VIN. That, that's my a lot of guessing. Yeah. He went over the numbers. Uh, they didn't resemble what I'd seen online. The retail price was 13990 but I was shown a savings of $4,002. Uh, before I could feel good about the big discount, I saw they added back $1,495 in accessories. That brought the price to $11,483, about $500 more than the online price. But then they added a $199 electronic filing fee, hmm. that's just another word for dealer fee, and a $998, they call that one, dealer services fee, another dealer fee. Uh, so here we got 500 plus 199 plus 998 added to the advertised price, and they didn't add the cost of the title or the registration. Now, the point being, Florida says that you must sell the car for the advertised price plus government fees only, plus tax and tag only. So Raymond Honda violated Florida state law because they added their dealer fees and their dealer install accessories on top of the advertised price. Rick, you're waving the hand, your hand. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confused here. The car has not gone to the service shop right. to be inspected right. or find out what repairs are necessary. Right. How then did they add accessories, and what accessories would you add to a used car? I think the answer to that is no accessories were added to that. That's pre-printed on their worksheets. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what I think. And if they do add accessories, they do it uh, 
at that time. In other words, yeah. they could put window tint, they could put stripes, they could put uh, uh, nitrogen on the tires. There's a lot of things you can do to a car, and they probably hadn't got around to whatever they yeah. they do. I do have a little updated information. Uh, check the car now. This was two weeks ago. Uh, they have since sold the car, so somebody's driving the car. The good news is, and by the way, the reason this thing was silly, this is a Honda dealership. If you have a recall yeah, exactly. on your car, how hard is it to get the recall taken And you care make of? money. Yeah. Honda manufacturing pays the dealer nicely. Uh, the technician makes a nice commission. The dealership makes a nice yeah. profit. Well, all you have to do is fix their recall. But the car has been sold, and the recall has been completed because it doesn't show up anymore. And to help uh, Jim out, the car was serviced on the 9th. That was the day because that's at least the Carfax record yeah. reports a servicing by Bremen Honda on on April 9th, yeah. the same day that yeah. Agent Thunder was there. Yeah. The only possible reason for not mentioning the recall is he didn't want to throw a monkey wrench into the conversation about the sale. People could say, oh, there's a recall. Maybe I'll look at something yeah. else. I'm not sure what. But there was no monetary motivation for him not to say, there's an outstanding recall, and we can fix it now. And uh, I think the idea of recalls has become such a minor issue with car dealers and our regulators and the legislators. It's just considered a, a no-brainer, don't worry about it. Why should we worry about it? It's not our lives that are at stake. It's a customer. I can't wait to hear a salesperson tell our shopper, hey, you're far more likely to die of coronavirus than yeah. you are in a recall. Yeah. And I, here's, here's the uh, advertisement that we responded to. And you can see that the 10000 was that, 940 490 490 10, the price. That's the advertised price. And it does not include either of the two dealer fees or the dealer installed accessories. So that's a violation of state law. And if I'm lying, Bremen Honda, sue me. But you are not complying by the law. So we've got a vote. And yep. uh, we, we, have, have, we, uh, have, we have grades coming in. We'll start with Linda. Big, no, I'm sorry, she, she didn't say big. She says fat F, oh my gosh. Ari <laughs> gives him an, this, this is unanimous. Ari gives him a, an F, John gives him an F. Maven or Mar Marvin gives him an F and William gives him an F. Yeah, I give him an F. That's kind of you know. <laughs> Nancy? Uh, F. F. Uh, Frank goes with an F, and I'm saying F. Yeah, I have. This is this is just uh, undoubtedly uh, to cover up a recall that you don't even have to cover up. Uh, to have a Carfax report in your hand and say it looks pretty good knowing that there's a recall and uh, not even mentioning it. Uh, that and uh, advertising the car without uh, any disclosure whatsoever of the dealer installed accessories or the ads. Uh, and it's a shame because Bremen Honda's been on the recommended list for a long, long time, Rick. I've got Mark Ryan with an F, Mark Smith with an F, uh, Karen with a fat F, 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 <laughs> And Nate Ward, F, that was bad. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we shopped a used car, and that raises the issue. We had. A, we were talking earlier in the show about used car prices, and we're seeing uh, used car prices is being soft. And uh, Stu was talking earlier about the fact that uh, these cars are sitting on dealer lots. They're not moving, and uh, they're depreciating. The uh, cars are going to the auction 
uh, are soft because the dealers supply and demand. The dealers are not buying the cars at auctions. And uh, a lot of dealers are losing money on the cars that they sell more so than they normally do. So you have a, an opportunity in buying used cars and new cars, perhaps maybe even a greater advantage in buying used cars because there will be a surplus of used cars. Theoretically, if the manufacturers shut down and the economy comes back, there could actually be a shortage yeah. of the right new car, but I don't think that shortage of the used car will exist. No, owners are going to hang on to them longer and they're not going to trade them in. Um, in a way, the slowdown in business is, is helping. I mean, used car, you can't buy a used car. Um, you can buy it online, but no one's really buying any at the auction. Trade-ins are down. Just follow that down. If, if car business is down 50%, trade-ins have been cut in half. So used car inventories are not expanding like rapidly, but um, I, that's the same thing. Bide your time. There's, they might be adjusting their inventories, dropping the prices, mm -hmm. um, to just, just taking the hit um, on that depreciation, and you could benefit from it. Keep an eye on yeah. that. you got to be tough. You've got to be the top buyer, and you've got to be immune uh, to the offers that are, that are out there. And as Stu said, the prices are going to get better. They're not going to get worse. And the end of the month, we're coming up on the end of the month. Today's April 25th, Stu's birthday, and uh, we have five days. Uh, if you haven't done your homework, don't think about buying a car in the next five days. But if you've been looking and you've decided the car you wanted, and you've checked consumer reports, and you know the year, make, model, and the accessories, and you've started to shop and compare, you can get yourself a doozy of a deal on April 30th, or even for that matter, May 1st. Uh, the month typically carries over for most manufacturers until they close the books. So you can get a great deal on April 30th, May 1st, May 2nd, and just be sure that you get an out-the-door price Definition, write a check for it, give it to that car dealership, and you drive that car home without paying one more penny. And if you do it by getting that best price from three or four dealers of that make car, you will get a doozy of a deal. Yeah. And if you can't do it this month, you can do the same thing next month. Time is on your side. Absolutely. And uh, what uh, Earl says is gospel. But at the, you know, flip that coin and you can get taken advantage like never before because it is desperate times. Do your homework, ladies and gentlemen. Knowledge is power. And I believe that Jonathan said we have about three minutes left. Uh, I'm going to get to a text real quick, and that's from Marianne from Pennsylvania. Marianne wanted to know if it is really important to check out how much it would cost to run your car. Uh, to, to drive your car uh, for a year and Marianne let me tell you this is this is really important you need really need to take that into consideration there's a lot of people who really don't whenever they purchase a vehicle but you have to be able to afford to maintain your vehicle and drive it so you do have to take that into consideration consumer reports that's one of the main things they always when they rate a car they rate it on how much it costs to maintain the car. Yeah. And you have high-maintenance cars, you have low-maintenance cars, you have high insurance, low insurance. Yes, uh, I know people get tired of me talking about consumer reports, but if you don't subscribe online or the hard copy of consumer reports, uh, you're costing yourself a lot of money. What's consumer reports cost? It's 30 worth every bucks dime. a year? 
worth every dime. Yeah, it's worth. Absolutely. You're, you're going to save three thousand dollars a year. I guarantee you, three thousand dollars just by subscribing. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we can't thank you enough for tuning in to Earl Stewart on Cars, and we do appreciate your company. Have a safe weekend and stay safe, stay healthy.